Good afternoon and welcome to True Dominion Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Latanya Stevens, and I am so blessed to be here on this afternoon. I really, really need to get something out, y'all. And I just pray that you understand and take heed of this word of God, okay? I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm not going to prolong it. I am going to be coming from Ephesians chapter 6, starting at verse 10. And I'm just going to go ahead and read it in its entirety. I do not like to give God's word halfway or just a portion. I want to read it into its entirety because God has told me that my audience does not read. So because of that, I will read it in its entirety. Again, this is Ephesians chapter six, starting at the verse, starting at verse 10. And it's talking about the whole armor of God. But I want to go into a deeper conversation with this other than just what to put on. Okay. Verse 10 says a final word. And I'm reading out of my New Living Translation Bible. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news, which is the word of God, so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil, put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I am, I am in chains now still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. So obviously this um, letter was written in prison. Okay. But that's not what I want to talk about. I, I want to really talk about what we are fighting against. A lot of times we, a lot of times we hear the scripture Ephesians 6 and 12 for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, which is that is the way that it's written in the King James Version. However, it's never really broken down. And the way that I want to break that down on today is that to remind us that we are spiritual beings. We are spiritual first and we tend to forget that because we entertain the flesh a lot of times. We entertain those things that are not of God. And a lot of times, and what I think is happening is that we are starting so much to look like the world, to act like the world, to have the world's jargons and, and cliches that we, ne we are neglecting the word of God. He tells us everything to do. 
the word of God tells us everything to do, how we are supposed to be, what our character is supposed to be like, how we're supposed to walk, how we're supposed to talk, how we're supposed to behave. But yet, if we don't fit in, then we are not we we can't we are not godly or we think we we're better than everybody else we're supposed to think that we're better in a sense of not that i'm better than you because of what i wear or because of what i have but i'm better than you in your spirit spiritually first spiritually first now yes we all sin and i know people will dissect that but yes we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of god but what i am saying is if we are not taking the time to discipline our spirit we are falling for the things that the Lord said that we would fall for. And so what I really want to talk about with that is what we're, we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. These things we don't see. We, we don't see the demons. We don't see the spirits that hover us over at, while we're sleeping at night. We don't see the spirits that's already planned their attack. We don't see the spirits that all have already said that we shall die and not live. We don't see the spirits that, that are trying to take us out. And so it tells us to, to stay in prayer at all times and pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion and stay alert and persistent in our prayers for all believers everywhere. And the one thing that I'm, I want to say is a lot of times that's why we don't deal with fear and anxiety and panic attacks and, and and things of that nature as spiritual beings because we're dealing with them in our flesh and we can cast out the spirit of fear fear is a spirit anxiety is a spirit being anxious is a spirit okay so we need to address that first of all we need to address that spirit and we need to cast it out of ourselves. We're, I'm not talking about what we're going to do for other people. I'm talking about for us, including myself. Okay. And this is what I had to learn. So I want to make a, a emphasis on casting out the spirits that's on the inside of us. Those spirits that we, we are fighting against or trying to fight against in a fleshly way. We need to cast those out in, in our spirit first. And so what I want to read, I want to read about uh, a couple of spirits that we kind of dismiss and we just, we just throw things out there. Okay. First of all, let me read uh, the scripture of uh, Matthew 6 and 33 and I believe everybody knows this scripture as well when Jesus said seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you a lot of time we times we hear that scripture and all we focus on is all these things shall be added unto us but the first sentence seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness what are you seeking after because if we're not breaking down what they're supposed to be seeking after all they see is okay God is a figment of my imagination I believe in him but I know I can't see him so I'm just going to say okay oh heavenly father but first of all you need to have belief first of all you need to have faith okay so seek ye first the kingdom what is the kingdom the kingdom is a spiritual realm I know we talk about the streets paved with gold and all of those things, but yes, the, the kingdom is a spiritual realm. You have to go in a spiritual realm to seek him. My God, you have to go into the spirit to seek him. You can't just seek him fleshly. You can't, you can't just say, okay, God, I hear you. 
all right, God, yeah, um, I need um, all these other things added on to me. I'm, I'm going to live right. I'm going to live right. What is his righteousness? His righteousness is the moral or divine law free from guilt or sin. Are you free from guilt or sin? Can you answer that question? Because if you got guilt and sin that you're suffering with and that you're living with and that you're battling with, baby, that's not righteousness. That is not righteousness. So you, first of all, you need to know what you're seeking after. Let's first find out what we're seeking after. We're going to be seeking the spiritual realm of the kingdom because that's where he's at. He's in the spirit. He is a spirit. And we also need to make sure that we're living morally and divinely by his law. Yes. And when I say law, I know people want to dissect that too. Well, we live by grace. Yes, we live by grace, but he got rules and regulations too. How do you know how to live right if there was never a law? How do you know if you've messed up if there was never a law? Okay. So let's talk about um, the fruits of the spirit in Hebrews 11. 1, this is I've always told this story, but this is the first scripture God has ever given to me. OK, when he called me and it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. You can't see the things. You can't see the things that he wants to give you. You can't see the things that he, he desires for you. OK. However. You're going to have to have faith. You got to have faith. You cannot be a part of God's kingdom without faith. It is faith that pleases him. And we need to understand that. Another thing that I want to talk about is in second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He addresses that fear is a spirit for God hath not given us the spirit of fear. That attack that you're feeling, that uh, that emotional thing that you're feeling, that is that's that's called fear. That is a spirit hovering over you. And what it is telling you is that yes, I'm here. I'm present in your life. If you're feeling fearful, if you're feeling anxious, it's telling you the spirit that is present in your life. And you're going to have to cast that thing out. And how do you cast it out? Let me show you how to cast it out. You get your Bible because you're going to need one. You're going to get your Bible and you're going to look in the back of your Bible where all the definitions and all the scriptures are based on uh, in alphabetical order. You're going to look up the word fear and you're going to write down every scripture that has the word fear in it. When you write down every word that has the word, the, the scriptures that have the word fear in it, then you're going to get on your knees and you're going to repent of your sins and you're going to ask the Lord to come into your life and he's already in your life, but you're going to ask him to help you and, and send the Holy Spirit to aid you in your prayers. And what you're going to do is you're going to pray those scriptures and you're going to pray those scriptures and you're going to pray that fear off of you because what you're going to have to do is believe what you're reading. You're going to have to believe what you're saying. You're going to have to believe what God said about you and what he said about the spirit of fear. He did not give it to you. He gave you, but love of love and of the, uh, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
That is what he gave you. He did not give you fear. He did not give you fear because in 1 John 4 and 18, it says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment. And the one who fears is not perfected in love. You can't love nobody in fear. You can't love God in fear. You can't even love yourself if you're fearful. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get rid of that fear, that spirit of fear. Okay, these are not just words that we're speaking. These are not just words that we're reading. We have to understand that we are spiritual beings. We operate in the supernatural. That's why you can argue with somebody and still not win. Okay, so what we need to do is we need to get into the word of God, which is our sword. This is what kills the enemy. This is what defeats the enemy. But if we're not in our word, guess what? We're losing every time. The minute that we start to argue with someone, the minute that we start to get into our feelings, the minute that we start to think that, oh, well, we can fix this, then we've already lost the battle. He never intended us to fight physically. He never intended for us to fight with with our words of hate and disrespect. He wanted us to fight with his word that had power and love and that was of a sound mind. That's what he wanted us to to fight with. The reason why you don't fear a man is because in Matthew 10 and 28, it says, do not fear those who kill the body, but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Who can do that? Who can do that? Nobody but God. Yes, someone can kill someone else. And yes, your body may die. That's why I don't understand that when we have funerals, we, we are sorrowful and we are and we are mourning. And I understand that, you know, we can miss someone and I understand that we can we can just um, we can grieve someone because they're no longer here. But if we're in our word and we understand our word, then we will know that it is a celebration because that person still lives. That person is a spirit first. The body was just a shell. The next thing I want to talk about is I'm not even going I'm not even going to prolong this. I, th- I think I'm going to just make this into a series because there's so much to cover and there's so many different spirits that I want to cover so that we can see that we're not just we're not just doing this on our own. We're not just saying stuff just to be saying stuff and praying prayers that that are in vain because we we don't even know what we're saying or we don't know what we're talking about or we don't even know what we're asking for we ask for things that that we don't even we don't even understand and I'm gonna give you an example of that in Isaiah 11:2. it says and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord the only type of fear you should have is of the of the Lord but in Isaiah 11 and 2 it's telling us that wisdom is a spirit counsel is a spirit knowledge is a is a spirit so why do we say in church oh well i pray for knowledge wisdom and understanding what are you praying for you're praying for that spirit to come into your life you're praying for that spirit to attach itself to you and how do you get those things how do you get those things because you can you can really ask for these things 
You can ask for them. There's nothing wrong with asking for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. But do you understand that you're asking for a spirit to attach itself to you? And that's what I really want to get into is because I feel like we are disregarding what we are. We are disregarding that we are a spirit first. We are disregarding that we're wrestling and fighting against spiritual in the spirit realm. We want to argue with people. I'm not about to argue with you. I'm not about to fight you. I'm not about to let you get on my nerves because I know that that is a spirit that's attached to you. So I'm going to go in the spirit and I'm going to deal with that spirit in prayer according to his word. I'm not going to pray these soulish prayers and, and just say whatever I need to say and what I think I need to say. I know I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to go into tongues. Yes, because the spirit knows what it ought to pray for. But I'm going to also denounce that spirit that is attached to you that wants to attack me. And when we learn how to fight in the spirit, then we can be better beings. We could be better spiritual beings and we can always operate in our spirit and not in our flesh. So, yes, spirit, uh, the wisdom, wisdom is a spirit. Counsel is a spirit. Knowledge is a spirit. So I'm going to get into that on the next go round. I'm, I'm not even going to get into that right now because it's going to take me too long. And I want to go ahead and post this. I just want to get it started. I want to just talk about spirits because we have to go back to the basics of who we are. A lot of us don't know how to operate. A lot of us don't know where, where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing because we don't understand who we are. Everybody will tell you, oh, you got to do, you got to do, you got to do. No, you don't have to do nothing but read this word. When you read this word, God will will tell you who you are God will show you who you are he will show you what his word means revelation knowledge wisdom revelation discernment all of those things he will give you all of those things through his word simply through his word they will jump out out of that page as if he is speaking directly to you and only to you the holy spirit is a teacher there is a spirit that teaches you these things so we're going to have to get it straight. We're going to have to understand that confusion is a spirit. Yes. Okay. So let me, um, I'm going to go ahead and just end this. I'm, I'm getting ramped up. Y'all have to excuse me. Uh, but I am very passionate about this because for a very long time, I was confused and I was fearful of things that I did not understand. I did not want to read into anything and become aware of it and then have to be responsible of that thing. And a lot of times it's not that we don't want to read the word, but we're afraid of what comes with that word. Um, I remember when I was told that I needed the Holy Spirit. And I said, and I said, no. And, and this is, I'm going to tell you something else. They said, you need the Holy Spirit. I said, no, I don't need that. Mm -mm. Because what I thought the Holy Spirit was, was people just jumping and dancing and turning around and falling out and throwing up and stuff like that. No, no, no. We have been misinformed. We have been uneducated. We perish because we have a lack of knowledge. First of all, the Holy Spirit is a he, not a it. And I kept calling it a it because I was not educated. 
I was waiting on people to educate me when all the, the whole time God was saying, no, you, you come over here and I'll, edu- I'll educate you. You come pick up your Bible and I'll educate you. And once I received the Holy Spirit and once I got into a place where I was ready to receive all that God had for me and all that he was trying to show me was when I could better understand. And yes, it was a process. It didn't happen all at one time. It was a process and it still is a process. But the beginning of your process is first, you have to fear the Lord. You have to repent. You have to give your life to him. You have to invite him in. You have to give him permission. You have to attach yourself to his spirit, your spirit to his spirit. And once we understand that, then we could go into understanding the other things or understanding the things of him. And he can reveal those things concerning us. But let's get in our rightful place. Let's get in the spirit first. Let's be who we have been called to be, who we have been created to be. This body is just a shell. No more of this, this flimsy knowledge. No more of this just quoting scriptures. No more of this just, just being nonchalant with church jargons. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm going to give you the word of God. And that's what he's been dealing with me, with me with. Let me tell you what the spirit will also do. It'll also convict you. So in my spirit, when the Holy Spirit said, you give them the word, don't give them you. You give them Jesus and you let the word work for itself. You don't have to say nothing about nobody else. You don't have to say nothing about what somebody else is doing wrong. You don't have to say nothing about what the world is doing. You just give them Jesus and I will give them the rest. I'll touch their hearts. I'll deliver them. I'll set them free. And that's the way that I want to do it. I want to do it the way God said do it. I want to give you this word and I want to show you how to apply it. I don't want to just read you a sentence or two and say, okay, well, this is what the Lord is saying. No, you're going to read it for yourself. And the reason why I read it into the whole entirety is because when God first even called me to do, um, it was actually Facebook live on the audio version. He said, give the word back to me. Show them what I did. So every time I got on Facebook Live, I couldn't talk about Paul. I couldn't talk about Mary. I couldn't talk about Peter and James and John. I couldn't talk about, even though I would read the story, even though I would dissect what what God was doing, it was bringing the word back to God. What did God do? What was God's purpose in all of that? What was his principles in all of those parables? What What was he saying to his disciples? What was he trying to show the people at that time? I don't want to get you caught up with stories. I don't want to get you caught up with, with uh, uh, Paul because I'm not dying to go see Paul. He might be there. I'm quite sure he will be. But that's not who I'm going to see. I'm going to see my father in heaven. I'm going to see the I want to go see the angels circling around him saying, holy, 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 for thou art holy. That's what I'm going to see. I'm going to see the flowers that's alive and blooming and changing colors that I've never seen. I want to go see him, him just teach his children and, and, and love on his children. I want to see what that real love looks like. But I'm going to end this. I keep saying that I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this. 
But I thank you for listening on today. And I pray that you go in your Bibles, search out the word spirits and also search out the spirits that you're dealing with. Search out those spirits that you're dealing with. I don't know what all you're dealing with. Whether you're dealing with that lustful spirit, whether you're dealing with a lying spirit, whether you're dealing with a thieving spirit, whatever type of spirit you're dealing with, a fornication spirit, a witchcraft spirit, whatever you're dealing with, you look up those scriptures and you write those scriptures down because I'm going to send you back to Jesus. I can't I'm not going to read all these scriptures for you. I'm going to send you back to Jesus. But I am going to go over the principles and how to apply these scriptures to your life. I promise you it will change you for the rest of your life. It has changed me for the rest of my life that I don't just read them, but that I apply them to my prayers. Whatever I'm dealing with, I go write all those scriptures out and I get on my knees and I say every last scripture because I don't want to miss nothing. Old Testament, New Testament, I don't care. I don't want to miss nothing. I'll be back next week and we'll go into more on the spirits and dealing with ourselves as a spirit and learning how to be the spirit that God has created us to be and learning what these things are, what the spirits are. I thank you for listening on today. I'm not even going to edit this podcast. I'm just going to let it rip. So if there's mistakes in this podcast, if there's double speaking, I don't know. Whatever it is in this podcast, just take it with love because I'll be back next week and it'll be the same thing. So God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And I pray that you seek out the spiritual realm of God so that you can be according to his moral and divine law. I thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. God bless.